Hello and welcome to Ethical Seduction, where we help you create the sex and relationships that you want, both in and out of the bedroom. On today's episode, we're going to talk about something that I have wrestled with a lot, is uh, maintaining healthy boundaries. So that could be like in relationships, but also could be things that you tell yourself. So as an example, um, you might let somebody like talk you into doing something that you don't really want to do. I have done that multiple times in the past. Uh, That's not necessarily the best thing. And uh, the other good example that I have is I will often overbook myself, you know, and that again is like, I need to kind of maintain those boundaries and not get in that position where it's going to stress me out or something. So I wrestle with that. I think a lot of people wrestle with that. I'm your host, Steven. Joining me today, we have Ava. Hey, y'all. And Brandy. Hi. And Ava is going to really kind of run with this whole episode and, and try to kind of work with us on like, how do we establish healthy boundaries and, and how do we figure out that like good, that good place to be. So Ava, you want to start? Yeah, let's get to that good place. Um, let's... You've got this down pat, huh? You're a master at it. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Oh man. Okay. Let's talk about boundaries. Uh, first question, what are boundaries? What, what do boundaries mean? Steven, what, what do boundaries mean to you? Um, the bound. Okay. So as as Brandy will say, like, I don't always like rules. And a lot of times what I've learned is people will say, well, it's not rules, it's boundaries, you know? So the boundaries are where you're sort of saying like, I'm comfortable, I'm comfortable up to this certain point. And then beyond this point, I'm really not comfortable. So you're sort of admitting that to yourself and just, and it could be, I'm going to say, I think of it, I think of it this way. So you could have like a hard boundary or a soft boundary. Like I will not go past this thing. Other people are like, eh, I'm getting out of my comfort zone. This is into stuff I don't really want to do. And, you know, I'm on that fuzzy boundary kind of edge of things. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally fair. I think that makes a lot of sense. Like boundaries are not meant to be rules. They're meant to be able to inform other people um, or even yourself. Like what's, what's a way that we can do this so that we can all be comfortable, right? If I'm talking to my partner about things that make me uncomfortable, I'm hoping that they're not going to push me into that situation all the time because nobody, we, we talked about this in the last episode, nobody wants to live their entire life outside their comfort zone, right? We want to stay in this in this area of comfort that is sustainable for us. And maybe sometimes we get a little bit outside the box, but not too far. And we don't stay outside the box all the time, right? So boundaries are really just like a guideline of like, how how can we best support each other? Um, how can I best support myself? That kind of a thing. Um, at the same time, though, like boundaries are hard. Boundaries can also be somewhat fluid. Like boundaries can change over time. They might need to be reset or renegotiated with others or with yourself. Um mm-hmm. Brandy, can you can you think of a time where you had a really terrible experience that related to boundaries? Like your boundaries weren't being respected or somebody set really poor boundaries with you and they weren't very clear or anything like that? Yeah. So, I mean, I do think um, I will take responsibility in, in this situation, but what I kind of fall into um, easier than I care to admit is like I'll meet someone and I'll say, okay, like I'm available till eight o'clock, right? And then it'll, and, and that's all been clarified. And I know this isn't like a serious boundary um, being broken, but I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, we're going to meet till eight. And then like, it gets close to eight and they're like, do you like, do you think you can stay for like another drink and or whatever, or like, I'm enjoying the conversation. Do you want to stay longer? And like, 
it's almost like I feel peer pressured to say, yeah, sure. It's only like 30 more minutes or whatever. Even though like before we met, there was a clear boundary set, like, Hey, I'm going to be, you know, I, I need to leave at eight. Um, and so then when that's already preset and then I, I get a little bit of pushback, I think to myself, okay, like, are they just really enjoying the conversation that much that they want to continue? Or is this them going and, you know, pushing and disrespecting my boundaries? So for me, I struggle with trying to identify how much of that is me allowing it to happen. Um, but it's still very much to me is my, you know, I was like, it would just be cool if you're like, hey, I remember, you know, you had to go at eight o'clock. It's been great. Let me let you go. And hopefully we can do this again sometime. You know, but I don't experience that nearly as much as let's continue this longer than the pre-negotiated time. Um, and again, like that's not a serious boundary violation, but it's still very much one that I experience frequently. And that, you know, that can be really challenging for others to to figure out because like if you're really enjoying the conversation, um, you know, maybe renegotiating that boundary in the moment, like maybe that's okay, right? Or maybe maybe you also need to set a boundary of like, please, please don't try to renegotiate. Please don't try to talk me into this later, right? Like these are the areas where like I'm willing to flex and give in the moment sometimes. These right. are the areas where like where it's important to me not to. Right. So yeah, and I think it also depends on how you approach it. Like you know, if it were me and you, Avi, you could be like, oh, it's, it's eight o'clock is so early. You can't just stay for more drink. Okay. That's going to pressure me and that's not going to come off well. But if you were like, hey, I just want to stop for a minute and acknowledge it's eight o'clock and you said you had to go and I would really like to continue this if you have time. But if not, I totally understand and let's get you out of here. You know, it's a way you go about it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's affirming mm -hmm. the boundary, but leaving room for renegotiation. I love right. that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I've always thought too, it's like the other person's allowed to say anything. Okay. So they're allowed to ask you to renegotiate. Okay. So, Hey, can you stay? Okay. But then you, you're allowed to say no. Right. And when you say no, then their only acceptable response is okay. You know, otherwise, right. if there's anything else of like right. trying to get you is becomes pushy and stuff like that. Right. So I kind of, I've always thought like the other person's always allowed to ask for something. But when I say no, that that's kind of it, you know, right. you're, you can't. Yeah you can't, you can't push the other person or else it's not kind. I think right. there can also be fear of saying no in the first place, right? Like, yes, they're allowed to mm -hmm. ask and yes, you're allowed to say mm -hmm. no, but also there's going to be a certain level of pressure of saying no to someone that you, you want them to be pleased with you. You want them to be happy with you. You want them to have a good time. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so especially if this is a person that maybe has a uh, privilege in some ways that you do not, there is this unspoken like power dynamic in play that like nobody, nobody wants to deal with, but it might still be there. Right. So when you are asking that question of someone and trying to renegotiate in the moment when the boundary was drawn earlier, um, I think it's also important to state it's okay to say no. I'm, I'm asking like, you know, would you, would you like to stay for another drink? It's totally fine if you can't, or if you don't want to, like, that's totally fine. Um, but I would love that if you were interested. So I just figured I would ask, right. That's a totally appropriate mm -hmm. way to do it while, while right. making it safer, giving that comfort, that layer, layer of comfort of you can say no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like really passionate about that. Um, thanks guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, let me see here. I, something, something that you were, were saying, Brandy, in your example reminded me of a breakup that I had one time, a long, long time ago. I think I was like 21 at the time. And I decided that I wanted to break up with my partner at the time. 
And then I went to have that conversation with him and I let him talk me into staying in the relationship longer. And I look back on, I'm like, why would you do that, Ava? Oh my goodness. But I had not had that, that conversation with myself of this is, this is a decision that I'm making and I'm not willing to change it. Right. This is, mm-hmm. here are the things in life that I'm willing to, to change, you know, change my, what I'm willing to do. Here are the things that I'm not willing to change or renegotiate. And I went mm-hmm. into that conversation thinking, this is it. I'm going to break up with this person. And he really, really didn't want that to happen. And so I caved, I gave in and I said, okay. And I stayed in that relationship for a few more months until things blew up again. And if I had just like decided ahead of time, I'm, I'm, this is something that I am not willing to negotiate on. This is not flexible. This is firm. Mm-hmm. This is a hard boundary. It would have right. had a totally different outcome. Right. But I hadn't mm-hmm. thought of that ahead of time about like soft boundaries versus hard boundaries like like Stephen was talking about. Right. Yeah. You know, um, Kimberly tried to break up with me like that, you know, and we like, you know, she got to a point where she got scared about stuff. Right. And uh, so I did the same thing that I guess your I'm going to say boyfriend did, Ava, which is like, well, I mean, basically I was like, I, I was like, OK, if that's what you need, then then OK. But I was, sort of put myself out there and said like I'd be disappointed and sad and you know I would like it basically if you would like try a little bit longer and that's in the end that's all we did we just you know it wasn't like anything else it was just like you know give it a little bit more time don't don't and so luckily she she did I don't want to say cave because I don't think that's like what that's not what I was asking her to do but it was but she sort of had like in her mind like okay this like, I can't do this. This is it, you know? And then it was like, after talking to her, it was enough of like, okay, we can do it for a little bit longer, you know, just see if it's okay. And then, and then of course, like the next day, everything was fine and it was fine. From and then, then you guys got like this. I know. And yeah. <laughs> so, but it was, but it was funny. I mean, cause it's, it's the same story as you just gave, you know, mm-hmm. except that luckily she did was a little bit more flexible. Yeah. And she would not have been flexible for forever, but it was more of like, okay, I'm just going to give it a little bit more time and sort of see how things go. Yeah, absolutely. Which I guess you'd say that's like a soft boundary then, huh? Because it's like. Yeah, it was something that she was willing to renegotiate. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think a good example of a hard boundary, like things that you were just not willing to move on, not willing to explore, zero interest in doing. Um, I don't really have a good like relationship example of this. My example is more like kink focused, but um, I have a hard limit with tickling. I have zero joy in being tickled. Mm-hmm. I do not enjoy it. I might kick you in the face. Like it's not going to end well. I will not um, entertain the notion of tickling in a scene. It's just like I get nothing out of this and I, mm-hmm. I don't want you to get anything out of it because it's not fun. Um, some people, <laughs> some people like it, but I don't, I don't like it. It's not okay for yeah. me. So relationship wise um, so think, a, a hard boundary I have would be monogamy like people are like just try it like it'll be different <laughs> with me and I'm like it won't it's nothing it has nothing to do with you and you know and and um, I'm also getting to a point where like I won't um, consider seriously dating someone like as a primary if they're all they've experienced is monogamy it's just too difficult um, of, of an ask for me to try to get them on board and, and understand. It's just, it's so, it's so taxing for me, but yeah, those are just two hard sure. limit examples for relationships. That's all. That's, that's super fair. Yeah. Um, I think the beauty of boundaries is that 
you know, what the boundary is, there's, there's no universal, like we should all have this boundary. There's, there's no universal boundary out there, but having boundaries themselves is universal, right? That can apply to literally any relationship that you can think of any, any relationship dynamic on the earth. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, Brandy, you're talking about how monogamy would be a hard limit for you. And I'm talking about how tickling would be a hard limit for me. There are some people that are really into both of those things. There are some people that prefer monogamy. There are some people that are really, really into tickling as a fetish, right? But not everybody is. And so I think at the end of the day, like respecting other people's boundaries is so crucial. It doesn't have to be your boundary, right? But Mm -hmm. having boundaries themselves, like that's healthy and that's important. And I think that's crucial. When I think that's something that's actually necessary, like before you um, explore a relationship with anyone else, you need to know your own boundaries for yourself. Um, I mean, it's, and it's okay if yeah. you're in a relationship with someone to discover some along the way, of course, but like you need to know what your own personal boundaries are before you involve other people. Brandy, you took the words right out of my oh. mouth. I was trying to think like, how can I steer the conversation back to like, you need to know yourself first. Oh. Okay, there you go. Um, <laughs> Perfect segue. Thank you. Um, Yeah, you can't you can't set a boundary if you don't know what your own personal boundaries are and what you are and are not comfortable with. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Brandy, can you give me an idea of something that you are open to in the bedroom and then another of something that you're like super, super Mm -hmm. not open to at all, like hard limit kind of thing? Okay. Um, Something I'm open to. I'm open to quite a bit in the bedroom. but like, Just okay, okay. So here's something I'm open to, but like not all the time. Soft, like soft, just being soft. I'm like, what do you mean you just like want to mm. be soft and slow and like, I'm like just not super intense. What the, I'm like, but like, I mean, <laughs> but like, that's what all you want. What is me? this? That's all you want from me? It's like, all right. Um, so that's something I'm open <laughs> to. Um Let's see, something I'm not open to. I would have to agree with you about the tickling. Fucking hate the tickling. Like, it is 100, like, you can hit me and make me cry and cause me pain, but, like, you tickle me, I'm going to just be real pissed about it. Real, real pissed. Um, Yeah, you tickle me, we're done. I mean, it's just not going to go anywhere good for anybody. It's going to be a, a waste of time yeah. and it's probably going to ruin a perfectly good potential positive experience. Fucking tickling. Cool. So. Okay. But like okay. if you were doing yeah. something in the bedroom with your partner mm-hmm. and they brought out like a birthday cake as part of what you were doing in the bedroom, how would you feel about that? Oh, well, so I don't like chocolate. So I would say that would be a hard <laughs> limit would be chocolate. But like any other cake, yeah, I'd be like, what are we doing here? Like, what, what do we, yeah, like, I, I, we would want to talk about it. Like, That's a terrible example of where I was going I'm with sorry. that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> was no, I supposed no, to no, say no? no. <laughs> I love your perspective, Brandy. No, um, I was I was trying to think of something. I'm like, what's something that Brandy's never thought of before that she oh. might not know how she feels about? That was my attempt to find something like that. Oh, gotcha. I I mean, yeah, I don't know how I would feel about like having cake, like inadvertently in my vagina, right? Like we would have to talk about that and be like, wait a minute, what are we going to do with this cake? Where's it going to end up? I mean, I would need to know, you know, like I wouldn't want to do it on a Friday because then I couldn't call the doctor till Monday. Like there would have to be some planning involved with some birthday cake, right? right. Sugar and vaginas do not mix. Right. Sugar. No, it's, I would not advise it. Especially on the weekends when your doctor's not available. But um yeah. Unless it's like a punishment cake. 
punishment cake. Explain that to the doctor. Be like, listen, doctor. <laughs> but it cake. was punishment cake. Yeah. It was but consensual anyway. punishment cake. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just the concept of just knowing what you're okay with, right? And that's not to say that you need to think of every single thing under the sun. Like, how do I feel about birthday cake in the bedroom versus, you know, how do I feel about spankings versus how do I feel about making out? Like, you don't have to solve for every single scenario out there, but have a have a decent idea of what you're looking for and what you're not looking for so that you can you can come to the table, you can come to conversations about boundaries equipped with and feeling confident about like, where am I okay drawing the line and where is there wiggle room for negotiation? And what are the things that I specifically am seeking that I want to ask for? You'll never get the things that you want in life if you can't ask for them, right? Um, so yeah, self-awareness and just knowing yourself, I feel like that's the very first step into being able to establish boundaries is just being self-aware. Like what, what do I want my boundaries to be in the first place? Right. Now you got me thinking about this. Um, and I'm thinking how sticky it would get. And like the longer you're uh playing with it, I just don't, mm. at first I was like, that might be, but now the more I think about it, I don't know. And then like, you would have to just strip the whole bed afterwards and have backup sheets ready. This seems like a lot of work. Anyway, I'm sorry. Now I'm going through It this seems like a lot of work, but you're so distracted now by the birthday <laughs> punishment cake that you're just like, I'm really into it. I mean, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be such a fucking. Let's. Um, okay. Yes. I'm focused. <laughs> well, <back>. Let's. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Um, let's talk a little bit about boundaries with others versus boundaries with yourself. Um, does anyone want to share an example of like, what's a boundary with yourself? Yes. Well, I gave the one earlier about like over, over booking, you know, mm, like, mm-hmm. I, like that's one of those things I like, and even meeting people, I'm like, you know, one of the, the worst things about me. Okay. Is like, I'm just busy. I have a lot of stuff going on. Okay. Which is good. That's, you know, often a positive kind of thing, but it can be hard to kind of like get the time scheduled. You all know this too sometimes because like if we ever decide like, okay, let's do a scene. We're like looking at the calendar. We're like, this is great. Yeah, we'll get together six weeks from now. It's like ridiculous, you know, that that's what. Oh my God, I think I've been pushed off for at least six months now, Stephen. Yeah, but that I had good reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Not intentional and not in my control. I'm just stating the fact. I'm just stating the fact for the record. Randy and I have twice tried to get He strung me along for six months, y'all. That's what's happening. I have not strung you along. <laughs> I have not. I feel like there's some emotions going on here. Do we need to hash this out? <laughs> I oh. I had stuff going on with my family, with my dad, and I had to I cancel on Brandy twice. Like he's trying. So it's You're not, it's not anything. I'm just, I'm just teasing a, you. I will I let you make me come again. I promise, Stephen. I promise. Okay. See? All right. Thank you. I would like that. <laughs> I love this. But I'm also going to like not let you come. It's going to oh. be both. You're going to. Okay. Because okay. I know you don't like that, but. Yeah. Coming like sucks. It. It's so it's overrated. Twisted. Yeah. It's horrible. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get back on topic. I like to see you. Okay. I like to see... so... Punishment cake. Okay. Back to it. Yes. Um, the, the concept that I wanted to communicate is that I think it's really important to to honor yourself, to honor your own boundaries, because that's going to nurture and care for yourself and ultimately love yourself enough so that you are kind of putting that out into the universe and showing others like how to honor and nurture and love you and respect you, right? If you're not doing that for yourself, then people aren't going to feel like they need to do that for you Mm -hmm. either because it'll come off as not being important. 
Um, also, your your example, Stephen, is so much more interesting than mine. Mine was like, I commit to eating my vegetables because I want uh, to live a healthy and happy lifestyle, and I want to treat my body well, right? Like, really, That's really very boring. important. But also, but also, like, yeah, but also important, right? Like, it doesn't need to be glamorous. It can be something yeah. as simple as committing to like taking a shower or um, making your bed, right? Or like cooking, mm -hmm. um, cooking a healthy meal at home once a week or something like that. Like, you know, yeah. you need to, you need to have a good idea of like, how do I care for myself? How do I respect and love and nurture myself so that I can ultimately like show others how to respect and honor and love me as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. This is a form of self-care. The setting mm -hmm. the boundaries is, is, is self-care. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I agree with you. Other other people are going to push you, and I think they're allowed to push you, and it's your responsibility to kind of set those boundaries and to say say no and stop them. Because a lot of times all they're doing is asking because they like you. They like your, you know, they like being around you. They like the time that they have like that. So they're asking for good reasons, but it's like, yeah, you have to stop and do your own self-care and say like, okay, this is all I can give right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when someone's pushing your boundaries or crossing your boundaries, choosing not to call them out on it or choosing not to put your foot down. Like that might feel like, um, oh, I'm going to accommodate them because I care about them. But what that really is doing is I'm not caring for myself on the level that mm -hmm. I should, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sacrificing myself for their convenience or their comfort, right? So by choosing to put your foot down, by choosing to say something, um, by choosing not to give in or to be accommodating every time, that's, that's, doing that self-care for yourself and demonstrating that love and respect for yourself, which again is ultimately going to show others, oh, I need to respect them on the same level that they're respecting themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but how do I boundary? Brandy, how do I boundary? How do I do it? It's hard. Um, I, you know, I think it for me hard. personally, I learn more from experiences like, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Like, you know, Stephen talks about overbooking mm -hmm. himself. I'm, I'm really bad about that. And so um, I've learned that I have to like, if I look at my, my schedule, I have to block out a day that I don't schedule a thing like, and just be like, that is a day just for me, probably mostly to sleep and nap and binge Netflix. But like, I've learned if I don't have that day to recoup and re revitalize myself that I'm, I'm not going to be the best person I'm going to be moving forward that I can be moving forward. Um, so I think it's just recognizing what you need and then being very intentional about making that happen. A very simple thing that we do, like as an, um, being a nurse, is like making sure I hydrate a lot. So I have like this one water bottle um, that's like my work bottle. And I have to I make sure that I drink at least two a day. Like that doesn't, I mean, if I have to chug half that bottle, you know, that's half of it gone, whatever. But like, that's my self-care for the day is like, while I'm working to make sure I'm hydrated. Um, and so you have to hold yourself accountable to those once you make them. Let's, let's turn around and ask Steven, 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 how do I boundary? Uh, my experience is the first mess up, recognize it. This is kind of what Brandy said, mess up, recognize it. And then be like, oh, you know, okay, I didn't do, I didn't set the boundary, you know? And so when you're then aware of it, then like the next time, hopefully you can you do a better job. But I think very often I'm not aware that I need the boundary until I have messed up once or twice. 
That's fair. I think there's something to be said about like, how well do you know yourself ahead of time to draw a boundary um, or to respect another person's boundary if it's communicated? Uh, and then there's a certain amount of like stumbling across that, oh, I found this thing that makes me uncomfortable that I don't like. We need to talk about this. And I think I need to set a new boundary, right? It's going to be a lot of that that happens throughout anybody's lifetime at the same time, right? Like there's only so much prep work that you can do going into any kind of relationship for boundary setting, you're probably still going to stumble across stuff along the way too, and be able to adjust and be flexible and, uh, and iterate and move forward from there. I think that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, your guys' responses were way cooler than mine. Mine was, uh, communication, communication, communication. Um, sure. and just, just, I mean, talking about it, which is just more communication, right? Like talk about boundaries. Um, even if you're not sure what boundaries that you want to set, like talk, talk with your partner about that. If this is about like a romantic relationship or something like that, um, or negotiating a scene with like a, with like a play partner, right. Um, just talk like, what are their boundaries? Ask like approach with curiosity or pay attention to boundaries that they may be communicating indirectly, right? Like if you, um, are like asking, I lost my train of thought there. Never mind. Um, but like pay attention to other people's boundaries, ask about them and just have a discussion about like, uh, this is something I'm not, a, not interested at all, but I don't know how I feel about this. Maybe that's something that we should talk about or explore a little bit so we can figure out what those boundaries are. Mm -hmm. You know, if I can just add, I think like letting the other person set boundaries. So I'm going to say with Kimberly and I, okay, if Kimberly comes and she has certain boundaries, okay, that, oh, she wants to have a certain, like, like Brandy was saying, like she wants to have a certain night of the week just to herself. Okay. If I was to ever come along and kind of push against that, it wouldn't, it would not help anybody, you know? Mm -mm. So I think like when the other person is telling you something that the self-care, like, oh, I need to have one night a week to myself. The best thing I could do is be like, okay, you know, that's great. And be respectful of those boundaries. That's going to, that's going to make her feel more comfortable, you know, and it's going to help our relationship. So I think like knowing the other person's boundaries and being respectful of them, not even like, oh, I have to put up with it, but of like, no, that that's what that person needs for like their own care realizing that you're going to get a better person. You're going to get a better partner. Mm -hmm. And a level up from that, like pro tip, if you want a boundary really, really well, respond with, uh, by affirming their boundary. Like, thank you mm -hmm. so much for, for sharing that you need this. I think that's a great idea. Let's mm -hmm. do this. Right. Yeah. Responding with like appreciation, um, for, and, and gratitude for like, acknowledging that boundaries aren't always easy. In fact, most of the time they're hard. So if someone's taking the time to communicate a boundary with you, that means they're invested in making that relationship with you work. And I and also want to be appreciative that, of that. Um, I want to acknowledge that some people can confuse boundaries with selfishness. Right. And so if I'm like, Hey, every Wednesday mm -hmm. I watch the bachelor, or I don't, I don't even know with that when, when that comes on but like people will be like oh well, you're just being selfish wanting that time for yourself you know what I mean but like there needs to be um a redirect in perspective of no like you can think you I mean that's you're welcome to think that it's selfish but it's actually self-care which is completely different um and it needs to be viewed with like a positive outlook you know what I mean that they're doing what they want and what they enjoy and if that means every Wednesday that that means that I'm not going to speak to them from between seven and nine then I need to be okay with that. And if not, then that needs to be discussed and maybe it's just not going to work for me. But, um, you know, boundaries can be perceived as selfishness to a certain extent, but it's the intent behind it is for them to be a better person um, and to get what they need Absolutely. so that they can bring a better person to the table. Yeah. 
I always like your perspective, Brandy, because I feel like you and I um, would would say the same exact thing, but I would explain it very differently. Like everything that you just said, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And also the way that I would have explained it was it's okay to be selfish. It is selfish and you should be selfish. You should want to prioritize yourself and take care of yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And I think both of those things are totally valid. I think that I just framed it differently in my head. Right. Yeah. I want to add too, like I self, everybody, selfishness has like a bad rap and I do Mm -hmm. not think it's necessarily bad. There's because, uh, this is a quick example. Like you're not going to have like love and caring and society without selfishness, you know, that Mm -hmm. it comes down to like, we realize like, Oh, I'm, I'm better off if I am part of this group, the larger group, like I'm better off if I'm part of the group. So I actually care and contribute to the group because I realize like it benefits me. So selfishness, is not is not bad it ends up Mm -hmm. having this connecting aspect Mm -hmm. of it you know so i think it's very often misunderstood and you know we kind of just are like oh that person tries to take your money because they're selfish or whatever and that's that's very surface a surface statement Mm -hmm. so Yeah. yeah yeah i like that concept that like selfishness isn't always taking selfishness can also be giving right Mm -hmm. right i know yeah really can yeah um I wanted to to spend a little more time talking about just kind of acknowledging that like boundaries are hard. I know we've said that a couple of times already in this episode, um, but I think it's it's important to acknowledge that it's hard and and also acknowledge that that's okay. And you can share that. Like if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're struggling with this whole boundaries thing, um, set the bar somewhere where you know that it's not going to be perfect and that that's okay. We're all going to screw up with boundaries sometimes. They will, you will. We're not always going to be perfect at it. It's a constant kind of calibration exercise of discovering like what are the right boundaries for me? What are the right boundaries for us? It's it's fine to be in that explorative state. So just expect that it's not going to be perfect and it's going to be challenging. Um, and when you're in the middle of, of putting your foot down and, and pushing back on someone that is challenging your boundary, you can share with them like it's it's really hard for me to say this, but I need to say this thing. I need to put my foot down. If you express how difficult it is for you, that's going to be relatable to them. That actually can actually create some some empathy and some ease in the conversation um, mm-hmm. to help you get to the place where where you want to be of actually drawing that boundary and having it respected. Um, any thoughts on that, y'all? Well, I guess I, I do. I agree with you. I feel like I'm constantly like I'm never have my boundaries totally worked out. Like they're always being refined. Like so it's so it's something I'm always kind of working on. So I'm yeah. always imperfect is what I'm saying. And I think you like you said that. that it is fine to have people that you discuss boundaries with and they they change and alter based on situations and people and all that. But if you encounter someone that continues to push your boundaries in an unhealthy way, then don't be afraid to, you know, like stand up for yourself and just be like, I'm I'm through here. Like there's a, there's a healthy way to push boundaries and to modify and adjust. And then there's an unhealthy way. Um, And so just be aware of that. I agree with that. And I also think it's important to figure out like where to draw the line, right? Like if someone is going to push your boundaries or challenge your boundaries, um, you, you get to set the bar. Nobody else gets to set this bar for you of how much respect do you accept from another person? If someone is pushing your boundaries or mm-hmm. crossing your boundaries, you can choose to tolerate it 
-hmm. or you can choose to leave the situation or distance yourself from the situation or from Mm -hmm. the person, right? Not Mm -hmm. that you should necessarily every single time, like that's, that's your choice. You get to set that bar. You get to decide how important is this relationship versus how important is this boundary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, I think that's a, a conversation that folks need to have with themselves. But when you choose um, to set that bar and that anytime somebody crosses that bar or crosses that line in the sand, um, you actually having, actually holding them accountable to, we set this boundary, we talked about this, you're not respecting it. So I'm going to distance myself from the situation. I'm going to distance myself from you, or we're going to come back to this later. Um, That is showing them, that's demonstrating to them that you, again, have that love and respect and honor for yourself and that Mm -hmm. you expect the same from them, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to teach others how to respect you. And the folks that that are not interested in respecting you in that way, they will find an off-ramp from your life. And that's going to make room for others in your life that are going to want to, going to be motivated to respect you in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was perfectly said. Cool. Awesome. That's pretty much everything that I had. Stephen, do you want to give us a quick summary? Oh, thank you, Ava. I was really hoping that you'd be like, hey, can you summarize this? So, yes. Um, all right. So, you do that to us all the time. The you put things... us on the spot like that all the time. I know. Like I time. know that. I know <laughs> that. I know. And I know that's why Ava was like, boom. Stephen um, gets to do it this before. time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, one of the first things we started off saying is there's like the, you're, there's your sort of your hard boundaries and there's your soft boundaries. Your hard boundaries are like, no, absolutely. This is it. I'm not going to do it. And the soft boundaries are a little bit more flexible and uh, boundaries often change, you know, with time. And, and I think that's actually a really kind of good thing to have that, to, to that just you're constantly reevaluating yourself. So again, some of the things we just talked about just recently were that, you know, this <laughs> I'm not perfect with my boundaries. I'm constantly redoing them and trying to learn from them and listen to them. You know, what, what do I need? And the self-care aspect of the boundaries, uh, as well as like, as a gift, you know, to the other person, like Kimberly or anybody, you know, when they're like, oh, this is my limit or this is what I'm comfortable with, not pushing the person past what they're comfortable with or not. I, I kind of think too, like, you don't really want people doing things that like I'm going to say if they're doing a favor for you, okay? You don't want them doing favors for you if they don't really want to, you know? And, uh, we, or, you know, so I think it's like important to like, you know, only have people do things that they want to do, you know? And the same thing for you as a boundary. Like, I think, I think, generally speaking, you should be doing things that you want to do and not be doing things that you really don't because we can get sidetracked on that, like out of, you know, whatever, I'm going to say honor, that's maybe not the right word, but responsibility, you know, oh, I don't really want this, but it's my responsibility. Okay. And responsibility can, that can sidetrack you, that can get you out of that comfort zone and the boundaries. And you all of a sudden you're doing all kinds of things that you didn't really want to, or you don't necessarily have the time. So, um, and that was, yeah, another summary thing. I, I can overbook myself. And that's one of those things of like, it's a boundary that I'm setting for myself. So you, some boundaries are set for other people, Others are set for yourself and you're trying to kind of, Ava wants to eat her vegetables. Brandy wants a punishment cake on her birthday. So whatever your boundaries are. Um, But the punishment cake is a good example of a soft boundary. Yeah. Yeah. Because Brandy said no at first. And then she said, well, maybe, maybe a punishment cake. So, which I don't even know what that is. So that is my, (laughs) that is my summary. I love it. I love that you don't know what a punishment cake is, but you literally coined that term. I know. It's just, we just know it's bad. You don't want the punishment <laughs> cake. No. 
Or maybe Except you do. I'm Brandy does now. At this point, she's like, I've been thinking about it too much, and she's gonna go to bed like, tonight. Well, I've never played this cake before. It. it might be great. I don't know. I've never played the cake before. If it's like jammed in your mouth, oh you must eat the cake. Oh, oh man, I don't know. How I feel about that. <laughs> I don't know if it got up my nose. That might be a hard limit. Like I seen up my nose. Like, and you had to. Well, you're not. Mm. That could get nasty. You're making me cringe. <laughs> See exactly. <laughs> Okay. There, yes, I do have some limits for what goes in my holes. Apparently, we just discovered it. Cake <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> okay. We can well, end on that. <laughs> Ava, thanks a lot. Thank you for that. Thank yeah. You. Um, yeah. View, viewers, listeners, if you're on YouTube, you have ideas like um, like what are your boundaries and like what are your experiences that you've had and like where do you draw the line? Like, put those in the comments. You know, again, that's going to help everybody that's reading these things kind of un have a better understanding and it's going to make people think about what their own boundaries are. So uh, yeah, leave some comments if you would like. Um, we are on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up and subscribe. If you like the show, we come out with a new episode every single Friday. Uh, same thing on the podcast, new episode. So you can subscribe there. And that way we're always coming right into your podcast player. We are everywhere as ethicalseduction.com. We have the website, ethicalseduction.com. We have all the social media, ethicalseduction.com. You can find us on there. Follow us however you would like to. And um, I think that is it. So thank you, everybody. Thanks a lot for joining us. Ava, special thanks to you for kind of guiding us through today's episode. Woo! And <laughs> uh, keep on creating the sex and the relationships that you want. Mm -hmm.